like, yeah. Oh, uh, dude, that fact that you're out there playing golf is, is it makes it worth it just in its own right. I'm oh, sure. That's, I mean, that's mainly what this trip is about for me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Welcome in the Jock Market NBA DFS Strategy Show. So we're going to get you prepared. Jeff, really, and I'm here to help, as is Mike Awesome Yo producing. We're going to get you prepared. The three of us, with the help of Jock Market, our projections, our fair IPO prices on Awesome all of that is going to help you win some money tonight and then moving forward. So if you want to be a part of the Jock Market community, go ahead and download it right away. We'll give you the promo code coming up. Match your first deposit, $100. But... We need to bring in Jeff first and foremost, see how he's feeling on a gigantic Wednesday night slate. And we were just talking about this. You're in vacation mode, but never too busy to step aside and spend some time with Jock Market. No, absolutely, man. I mean, vacation mode for me is just like golf instead of, you know, like watch TV. Like, so, I mean, I still bet and, and do everything. So it's really, you know, everything's the same here. It's just uh, it's sunnier where I live. So now <laughs> <laughs> I love it, my friend. So let's look at tonight. And, you know, we never have enough time on this show because it's usually on a busy Wednesday midweek slate. We try and bounce around as much as we can. Some decent totals here, including my squad, our squad, I should say. Mike will cut my mic off if I don't correct the pronoun there. Our squad, two-thirds of the show's squad, at least, out west in L.A. That's a decent 230 and a half. But Again, we have some even north of that, including where you are, although technically the Suns are on the road in Minnesota, 236 and a half, 239 for the first game on ESPN tonight. Maybe we should start there with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving on the road with a Ja Morant, less Memphis Grizzlies, Jeff, but Memphis 14 and two on the year without Morant and clearly no issue scoring the basketball as they're a top five scoring team. So we have a couple of, we can even go with the lowly Kings Pacers with the 235 total. If you like what's jumped out, at least from a game total that you think we can attack. And then we'll look at individual stuff throughout. I mean, I, I think that, yeah, I think Brooklyn Memphis is a great place to start. Um, there's, there's a couple stuff. I mean, I like the Brooklyn guys tonight. You mentioned like Memphis, Memphis isn't going to be a pushover just because Morant is out. Uh, we've got a close point spread as well. And I think that with like, you know, we're, we always like to talk about the stars off the top. I think both Durant and Irving, maybe just going a little bit under the radar tonight as, you know, people looking to pay up for like Joel Embiid, who we do have Joel Embiid ranked first overall, you know, in, in the point projections on Osmo, which you should go check out. Uh, there's, I believe the, the jock market projections still free up on Osmo. And if they're not, I mean, you, know, you should pay for the site anyways. So, um, cause they're awesome, but we have Durant ranked third tonight, and I like it. I mean, I, I think it's a good spot for him as well. Um, I, look, we, again, close point spread. Durant has just seems to be working himself back into shape. And, I mean, he's been playing big minutes, but the last couple games pushed over 35 points. The shooting's getting far more uh, efficient, it seems like. And I think a lot of people will say, well, Irving's back. You know, maybe these two will just eat into each other. I'm going to go Kyrie, but I, I, I don't know. I, I think this is a, a fine spot to stay on Kevin Durant. And I think you'll see on jock market, too, that this is a – potentially a spot where he just won't he may not even be like in the five most expensive players this uh tonight so good spot i think to, to lead with durant in this game you know the other side of it with memphis obviously um you know ha having Morant out is big i'm not so big on going with like tyus jones i think he's going to be a very popular target i'd probably rather even pay up for desmond bain again who's just like shooting the ball extremely well right now and he brings you a really safe floor um but i i mean look you should be looking to get a piece of, of the memphis action as well um, I would just probably stay away from point guard with, uh, you know, Jones, because I think that price is going to get up. 
and I don't like him, you know, with Kyrie and the Irving, uh, with Kyrie Irving in the lineup for uh, for Brooklyn. Yeah, so that's an interesting point there beyond the top two guys on Brooklyn. Now, Curry is still technically questionable. Doesn't look like Dragic is going to play. Drummond is back. So you have that kind of as far as the outside ancillary, if you will, for this team. But there, there's an interesting stat, which I don't know how much it's going to correlate into tonight, Jeff. And that's Bruce Brown has scored 17 plus points in each of the Nets last three games. But, you know, the caveat here as my head, I don't know why I'm wearing this hat, by the way. The caveat here is that the last three Brooklyn games have been at home without Kyrie Irving on the floor. So I'm really tempted. He's also, you know, seven or more rebounds in each of the Nets last three games. So without Kyrie Irving, it's clear if the Nets were at home, we should be targeting Bruce Brown in this game. But how much of Kyrie back mitigates what we've seen with Brown because I don't think it's an all or nothing situation where Brown is just going to disappear tonight with Kyrie on the floor. But at the same time, it might be enough to kind of not attack him as a third player on the nets, at least. He's had a couple strong games with Kyrie in the lineup too. And, and I think that's a good point. And, and I think that with the game environment tonight, like I, I think it's fine. I, Bruce Brown was the other player that I was going to mention. I just talked so yeah. much about Durant and Irving that I didn't really get to him, but yeah, I mean, um, and, and I think he's bolstered by the fact that like we have these other injuries, right? Like Dragic, Curry. I mean, the rotation's just a little bit tighter tonight and Bruce Brown's a, is a fairly versatile player for them. So I, I think it's a fine spot to, to go with like Durant and Brown if you want, and then come back with like one of the Memphis players. Um, I, I think Brown's definitely in play tonight. And I think with Kyrie back again, like, you're, you're probably just going to get depressed, depressed, um, like share prices on, on all of these guys. I think, I think that people just look at it and say, okay, well, all like Gary's back is going to bring Bruce down Brown back a bit. Maybe, uh, like Durant won't shoot the ball as much. I, I don't really see that at all. I think that the rotation is going to be tighter. I think these guys will play bigger minutes and there'll be heavier usage for all three of them. So I, I think it's a spot where you can load up on two of these guys tonight for sure. Uh, and real quick, one more guy that I was just curious to get your thoughts on. And by the way, we were making up words last week. I think that one, the combination of two words, that that may stick. Deep priced may hold. All right. Just <laughs> but what happens if Curry is out? Are you looking at Patty Mills at all? Just because you know he can get some of that little volume that trickles down, especially from three. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's like Curry and Mills kind of just eat into each other a, a lot of nights. You just it's just hard to to Right. to tap like to tap one of them and say okay this guy's gonna go it's curry's been the mo- more reliable option but patty mills can get hot um you know we know from three-point land and um you know it, just with a few more minutes with Dragic out especially too um I, I don't think it's a bad idea either so he's he's more of like the the hail mary play because there are there's just a lot of values on these other games too obviously that's that's the one thing i'll say like you don't necessarily need to go too heavy here but patty mills more of like the boomer bust play yep. you're really gonna get a little bit more exposure um, he's certainly in play tonight. Absolutely. All right. So we have a couple of different angles and you mentioned value on the board. So I, I don't want to just gloss over the fact that now, granted, it's not the super high total that we like over 230. At, at the same time, the Mavericks are a strong favorite at home against a Houston team that loves to push. Dallas will have no problem with that. No Luca. So that may open up somebody for you immediately that you could target. And the reason why I bring this up is it's a heavy favorite at home against a dog that likes to get up and down the floor. Somebody, or maybe two players, I I don't know if it's a Bullock, if it's a DFS or somebody that you're looking at that could take on that workload and might be worthy of, even if it's a one player from that team slash game target. 
Yeah, and uh, I mean, there's definitely a, a few different ways you can go about this. Um, I, I like just going with Spencer Dinwiddie, I think, here as the play. Uh, his usage rate with, um, with, with Donkic off the floor tends to just go sky high. Like, he seems to be the one that, if you look at the usage rate, just benefits the most without Luka. Um, he's, I think he's averaged, like, close to 1.2, um, like, fantasy points per minute with him out of the lineup. And it's, I mean, look. The matchups don't get much better. And I also think you have a situation here where the people, people will be piling on Jalen Brunson. And, and I mean, like, it's not like Brunson is a bad play either, but if, if you're asking me to like pay the same price or, or like, if I can get like a less of a, if the share price on Dinwiddie is going to be a little bit, you know, more depressed then I'll take Dinwiddie here. I just think he's the safer play. And even if he doesn't explode for that massive night, um, I, I think the floor with him is so safe against Houston. You can certainly look to um, a couple other players, though. Like, Maxi Kleber is, is always interesting to me on Dallas. I always like to look for him in, like, the traditional DFS formats for, like, a supreme kind of value play when he's really cheap. And he's played pretty well over his last couple games. He's pushed for over 20, 24 minutes in four of his last uh, five contests. And look, Luca being out, you know, I, I know he's, we're talking about a center here, but, like, th- someone's got to shoot the ball here. I mean, we're talking yeah. about a big hole in terms of usage. I think Kleber is really interesting tonight. Uh, he's a player who can certainly get hot and, and put up like 30 fantasy points in like no time. So that's a really interesting combo. Like if, if I'm targeting Dallas, I'm probably, I'd just pay up for Dinwiddie and then look for a player like a Maxi Kleber or maybe, um, you know, um, whoever you threw out at the start there. I can't, oh, Bullock. Oh, just DFS is, or Bullock, yeah. Just guys yeah, that Bullock. I think can shoot. And, and absolutely, like those guys can get hot. There's going to be a ton of shots open as well. So I like that idea. And on the Houston side, I think that the, the, the Donkic news is, is big for, for a guy like Jalen Green, too. Like, I, I like coming back in the spot with Jalen Green. He's shown a, a lot better upside of late as well. Uh, been over 30 fantasy points in three of his last four contests. And, I, I mean, I think this game will be more competitive, obviously, without Donkic in the lineup. So, I think Jalen Green is a good comeback play. And, and like, I mean, I can pretty much say this about almost every game on the slate, but the, you can stack some of these games with, with good correlation plays like this. And um, this is, this is no exception. I mean, Houston, I think is, is live in this game, at least to keep it close. And I think player like Jalen green certainly could be a good investment tonight on jock market. So. All right. I'm going to give you one here, by the way, Kevin Durant over two and a half threes is plus nearly one fifty, And you can check odd shopper for oh, yeah. all of that. I mean, that just is an automatic smash for me. So I forgot to bring that up in the first time, but I, I was, I'm going to have a little fun with this. I'm going to place, I, I don't know if it's a half or maybe even a quarter unit on this, but before you laugh, let me talk this through. Okay. Yeah. Jay Sean Tate is plus six thirty for two plus made threes. The reason why I went two plus and not just over the half is because when he hits a three, he's more likely to, in looking at it, it's a 30% chance over his last 10 games that when he hits a three, he's going to go for two. So he doesn't just hit one. He either goes over or he in the, the 30% chance hey, that he doesn't go over. He, he, does, two. he does the heat check and he's yes. got to see if he's still hot. Thank yeah, you. No. Right. So I, you know what? Hey, look, it's against Dallas. They're going to be launching, as you said. Houston gets up and down the floor. I figure, you know what? If there's ever a scenario here where the pacing, the matchup could lend him, and all we need him is just to make the first one because we know then that's pretty much locked in. So true. Plus 630, I figure, what the hell? You know, just looking back back on his game log, you're right. Like, he, he either hits nothing 
Yep. Where he hits like multiple three pointers. <laughs> I'm telling you, probably not somebody you're targeting in jock market, but I figure just to kind of tag that along there, yeah. at least as a bump for odd shopper. <laughs> I mean, you're you're right with the theory. I mean, that's the trend with him. It's like it's like all or nothing. So, <laughs> all right. So let's keep it moving here. Was there another game that you saw specifically? Because I'm looking at three that I think we should target from a total standpoint. Phoenix and Minnesota, of course. I know we're waiting on cat and that's a big one there in minnesota phoenix without chris paul we still know what's going on especially with uh crowder back also the sixers lakers game it's really hard to ignore that even with the line where the lakers are getting eight at home it's 230 and a half harden yeah. and bead you mentioned he's right there at the top and then how about this game the late game also out in portland with the total north of 232 where the Spurs and lowly Blazers are going to battle. So maybe that's just like a slam DeJounte Murray type night. I mean, I could talk about all these spots. Let's, you choose where you know to begin. What? Let's start with, with something a lot you know scrubbier, and let's go to Orlando OKC, because <laughs> okay. I do think there's a lot of opportunity in let's this do game. It. Um, you know, Gil, uh, I don't think there's been any new, uh, news on, uh, on Alexander Not yet. Um, like being in or out yet for OKC, but that's something big uh, you're going to want to watch. And I, I think that picking up shares of him tonight would be absolutely fine. One reason why I do want to like, why I like talking about OKC is because I think with him out, there's just going to be a lot of opportunity here. Um, Trey man, ba uh, Baisley, um, you know, Pokashevsky, um, I, I, uh, Alexi Pokashevsky, like these guys are going to be all um, in, in really good spots. And, and I think that loading up on a couple OKC guys against Orlando magic, it's, it's, it's great. It's a great fantasy matchup. And, you know, a, a couple of these guys, you know, Trey Mann might get some, some love on jock market just because, you know, he's coming off a massive game, but like uh, Pokashevsky and, and Baisley, you know, could, could easily fly under there. You can even go with Aaron Wiggins here. So Alexander on his own, I think is going to be a really sharp play as well if he does play, but you can certainly load up on like multiple of these OKC guys. And then on the other side of this game, like Wendell Carter Jr. Now questionable as well. Yep. I think a guy like Chuma Okiki, very, very like good value play. If he misses, um, he's been extremely efficient and uh, for a lot of games for Orlando, as, as good as an Orlando magic player can be, but he's shown some, some pretty significant upside too. When he gets opportunity, his minutes could go up tonight in a really nice matchup too. So I think just targeting this game, I just wanted to bring up those players because there, there could be opportunities, just cheap value plays. And it, it's not going to cost you much to stack a, a couple of players from each side in this game. So, you know, it's interesting that you bring up Okiki only because I, I was looking at it and I always have it somewhere in my brain, maybe the front, maybe the back, somewhere on the side there, looking at it from a three point angle. And I have put to rest the idea that I can win money moving forward on Mo Bamba. And as I was looking at my incinerated ticket, the remnants of it on the box, Okiki, now granted, I get it, the, the game scenario there against a Warriors team without Stefano, but they went at home. Okiki, he only hit one, but he launched six threes. And I think that you're right there where there's that spot volume that can come, especially if somebody's out ahead of him, where I doubt that the majority of the public is even looking at him in this situation, especially in this game where it's so easy to overlook on the slate. That's a hell of a call right there. Yeah. I mean, he's averaged like 6.5, three point attempts over his last three games too. So, I mean, this is uh, over his last four games, excuse me. So this is, um, this is a pretty nice trend for him. Like he hasn't been super hot, but he has made three, three pointers in two of his last four games. So yeah, if, if Wendell Carter jr. Is out, I mean, I do expect him to get a bit of a bump. So um, Carter jr. Like on his own would be an interesting play. He's played really well late, but, it, like that's that's a pretty big 
that's a pretty big hole for Orlando. And, um, you know, uh, it's, it's not, I mean, again, we have an 11 game slate with a ton of other bigger names questionable. Um, you know, Orlando played last night too. Like, let's not forget. So I, I think Okiki is, is like probably my favorite target from that game, but both sides, uh, looking interesting there. So again, just not a game that I, we were just, it's jock market. You, yep. you got to think about what are the price I'm going to pay for these guys. I think you're going to be able to get okay prices on a lot of these players. I don't think they're going to get like uh, pumped up so much where you're going to be overpaying for a lot of players in that game. So, all right. If a uh, reminder here, you're hanging with us, hit that thumbs up button, please. And make sure you're subscribed here. Our channel, our DFS channel, our odd shopper channel as well. We constantly reference odd shopper from a betting standpoint, because it's the easiest place to go. It's really the best place to start. On top of that, we told you about joining the jock market community. Look, we're halfway through the show and you're already fully prepared to make some money tonight, but we're going to give you a bunch of other options and really just continue to show you how easy it is to apply what we have, our fair IPO prices, projections, what Jeff is giving you here on the show and combine that so that you're good to go moving forward. Just use our promo code AWESEMO, A-W-E-S-E-M-O, and we'll match your first deposit up to $100 so you can start to go to work immediately. Uh, real quick, I, I don't want to miss this by any means, all right, because I know we have those high total games, and you maybe it's just you leading us down Scrubville here that I had to just reference this, but we do have a narrative tonight, okay? We, we are awaiting news, right, about the Tyrese Halliburton revenge game as the Kings are in town against Indiana. Anything behind that one? Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a similar scenario, right? Like, if, if Halliburton sits, I mean, um, well, it's actually, it's not even like, I mean, the, I think the, Indian, the, the Indiana side is actually, like, less interesting. I mean, I, there's definitely playable players on that side, sure. but it's the Sacramento side, right? Like, I, I mean, De'Aaron Fox, I don't think is playing tonight. Is he been... Yeah, he's expected to be to remain out. I mean, I yep. think he's still listed as questionable, but I don't think he's playing. Right. Um, you've got uh, like multiple other players out for them as well. So bonus is um, out. Yeah, and so I mean, uh, Davian Mitchell. I mean, he. I know he went absolutely nuts for people on. I think he had like a three hundred percent ROI return for them for people if you grabbed uh, a cheap share of him. Now he's in, like he's not going to be a surprise tonight. You're going to have to pay more, but how is he not playing forty minutes? I mean, with all these injuries, like I just I don't think it's possible for him not to be have a huge workload. So I think just going back to Davian Mitchell tonight is, is absolutely fine. Um, and you can even, this is another spot we could potentially double, double down, right? Like Jeremy lamb is someone, if he's even available on jock market in their player yeah. pool, um, he, like he, he could push for 20 minutes and he's, he's actually still like a pretty efficient fantasy producer. So um, there's some opportunity there on the Sacramento side. And then, like you said, you know, if Halliburton plays, um, I mean, I, I think that's great. I'd almost prefer if he sat out because I think, you know, like Jalen Smith should, should get a little bit more uh, like usage potentially in that spot. Um, you could, you could like, you know, you'll see Buddy healed with a little bit more minutes and perhaps even go down the lineup. But um, this is kind of a similar situation to that, that Orlando OKC game with the uh, maybe the ma main exception that I just kind of like the Sacramento side, like uh, a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. And look, we're awaiting on news and information. So a lot of the Indiana guys, outside of like holiday are not going to be up there right now with props and all, but I did see now granted it's only three games, but there's a five make difference here between what the season average is giving up for the Kings behind the arc versus what they've given up. They're number one in the NBA giving up over 17 threes per game over their last three. So if there is anybody that you are targeting from just a scoring, I think to a shooting standpoint, 
You could definitely attack Sacramento, but you're right. As far as the value is concerned, less eyes on the Kings. I don't know if, if there's anybody other than what you've laid out, so I don't want to press that by any means. We could bounce around to some other games if you like. Is there any interest in either the Sixers game or that other late game with the Blazers and Spurs to kind of attack some – only because of such a high vol, uh, such a high total, pardon me. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the, the better, like – game will be Philly LA like I, the Lakers have played a little bit better late um, I, I think this game I mean I expect Philly to win and I think that they'll be up for this game too but I think it'll stay close so my that's my prediction if yeah. I feel that way I mean I think that there's a little bit more fantasy opportunity I mean there's fantasy opportunity in both these games but I I, I kind of like I guess maybe paying up for the stars in in the, the Philly um, uh, Lakers game you know one I, I, Tyrese Maxey is a player who could definitely go Red under the radar mind. tonight Yep. Um, the Lakers have given up the most points to the point guard position per game this year. Uh, I really don't hate it. He only played 28 minutes in his last outing against Miami. It was really good in that game too. He scored over 40 fantasy points. So I think Maxi is, is a way to kind of, you know, get on the Philly side and potentially just not overpay for someone because, you know, Joel Embiid, I mean, look, we have him ranked number one on jock market and it's by a hefty margin. Like he's projecting out extremely well as he should be. He's playing the Lakers, but um, I think Tyrese Maxey also in a very good spot. Like I said, especially the matchup certainly favors him. And on the flip side, look, look, Russell Westbrook is playing well. Um, and, you know, people don't seem to be really buying into it to the point on jock market where his IPOs are getting more expensive. Like he's had like three really good games in a row. He's had three really solid ROI returns in a row. And I think on a night like tonight too, I don't think his, his IPO is going to get crazy again. So I'm fine with like, you know, if you want to pay up for Embiid, fine, but I'm fine coming back with Westbrook in this game again. I think the Lakers have shown that at least they've, you know, Im improved a little bit to the point where we'll keep this close. And I, I look with Westbrook, I love Russ. And if he's in this zone, I'll just ride him until he starts playing, until he starts missing shots again. And when he does, just forget him. But right now he's playing well. He's paying off for people. So, no, I, I agree. And especially if, and this is where I think a narrative, especially like a negative narrative. It surrounded Paul George last year for so long where people yeah. were almost refusing to play him because of some crazy narrative about him falling apart. I think you're right. This is where you can get ahead of the public ahead of time. If you, if you believe, right, and there's concrete evidence in front of you that there should be some belief in it, that Westbrook is at the very least on some sort of positive streak right now. There are probably a lot of people that are playing jock market tonight that don't buy into it because of what they're seeing or hearing or some idiot on one of these morning shows nationally is yelling and screaming about how he's Westbrook, et cetera. So, yeah, I think you can sneak in there. Absolutely. The point guard battle here is fantastic. I still think that to the flip side, people are waiting for this like 35 point game from James Harden. That's probably not going to come. But at the same time, the beacon of consistency on this team, as you mentioned, has been Tyrese Maxey, especially with that matchup there. I, you know, Tobias Harris, he's kind of back in this fourth role, if you will, as far as like an option, which suits him really well. I mean, this dude could score 12 points and I could just sit there and tell you I told you so, or he could score 25 points tonight and shut me up. So I don't know if you're even looking at him. It could be a sneaky play, right? I mean, yeah. um, you know, if, if you're not paying up for Embiid, I, like, and again, it's that's kind of why I like Maxi too. I just don't think as many eyes are going to be on him. But it, I mean, for Tobias Harris, it's even, it's a, that's even more extreme. I mean, I don't think people are, he's going to be like the, the sixth person that people look to in this matchup. So we got a great game environment. If you're on the, the side that I am, that this will be at least semi-close to the point where the Sixers starters are all going to be in there the whole game. 
I think Harris is actually like a, a very good option. Um, I, I think you're, you're, you're so dead on in terms of just the type of player he is that he's more comfortable now as being the guy who just like doesn't have to carry any sort of load, but that's good for him. Absolutely. And uh, this is a spot where he could potentially maybe even push for like a double double. So yeah, why not? Um, you know, you grab a few shares. And um, if this game stays close, I think all the Philly starters at the very least are, are not going to bust for you tonight. So no, by no means. And, and look, uh, I don't even think this is much of a reach here by any means. And I put this out earlier on uh, Twitter, but Maxi was plus 240 for three plus threes. In the 13 games since James Harden has been here that he's played, Maxi has gone three plus in six of them. Yeah. So to get that at plus 240, I thought, all right, I'm, I'm going to sneak in there by any means. Are you looking at Murray? Are you going to look at and targeting Murray? You think he may be too popular simply because the obvious pull here is that that's just a high total game and he's clearly the biggest name across the board playing. I mean, I prefer if I was paying up, I'd probably prefer to take a shot with one of the Brooklyn players on jock market, just because I do think that his, his IPO, like the IPOs on like Durant will be, will be more cost effective. But if there was one player I'd be willing to just like shove in on kind of like you mentioned. Yeah. I I think it's gotta be Deontay Murray. I mean, um, this this has like 60, 70 point fantasy game just written all over it. Right. The only worry here is how, 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 competitive does Portland make this game, right? But San Antonio's not exactly, you know, um, the, a high-end team in themselves. They're, they're defensively, they have issues. I, I just worry in the back of my mind that this one will turn into a laugher. But I guess if it does and, and they get up by 40 or something, then, you know, Deontay Murray probably already has 60 fantasy points. You're probably okay. So um, if, you're, if you're not really, if you don't want to, if you don't like that Brooklyn game, yeah, I think pushing in on Deontay Murray is, is, is fine, quite frankly. I'd even prefer to do that over Embiid just for the fact that I still think that Murray will probably come um, with, uh, you know, with, with better share price. And, and uh, I, you know, I, I think with just with the way Philly's set up now, the Embiid explosion game is probably going to come a little bit more hit or miss just with, I mean, we, we already talked about like four players on that team that were fantasy viable. With yep. San Antonio, it's just much more simpler. Uh, it's kind of like Deontay Murray when he has his big nights, it's going to be all him. So, yeah, he's... He's fine. Um, it's just such a big slate that I don't necessarily think you need to put all your eggs in that basket. But if you're looking to pay up for someone big and you just want to take on um, like a, the best matchup, there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing that with Murray tonight. All right. Is there anybody even worth looking on the other side there? Portland has just been so decimated. But again, the high total, it's not a ridiculous line. Well, actually, yeah, it is. It's a 10 point line. So <laughs> let, let me stand correct there. Uh, 232 and a half. I mean, it's a ridiculous total. So this is either the Spurs are winning by 40 or maybe there is a player or two on Portland that's worth a look. I, and if there's not, that's fine. It's not like we need to squeeze anything out of that rock either. No, and but I, I do think like if you're playing Deontay Murray and, and pushing all your chips and you should have some exposure on the other side. I mean, if, if we're playing, like we want to max out our, our upside, right? I mean, yeah. if you're maxing out the upside and you're pushing in on Deontay Murray and you're pushing for that play, you should be tar- looking to just grab a few cheap shares and it'll only boost your, you know, your potential if this game does stay close. I mean, Ben McLemore um, coming off uh, a pretty solid game. He's pushed for, he's averaged like 25 minutes in his last three starts. I mean, I remember Ben McLemore just being so inefficient for fantasy that he's, he's terrible, but I mean, he's, he's in a situation where he's going to get minutes. Um, could we see Chris Dunn do something? So a player like that, CJ Ellaby is another player who's been, who's been pretty decent for them throughout the year. He's, he's had his ups and downs like everybody on Portland, but right. I'd probably prefer to take a shot with, with McLemore and see if that sticks. 
Um, I don't really want to pay up for like a Brandon Williams, but he probably does have the best upside if this stays close. It's just, you know, again, like I'd rather dra- grab a cheap share of someone on, on Portland. And if they blow up and they don't return fine, I only paid a few dollars for like a, or not even a few dollars. I didn't invest too much in it is the point. So yeah. I think paying up, if you're going to pay up for Murray, look for somebody cheap, like a Macklemore to come back with. Don't invest too much on that side. That way, if Murray blows up and, and this game ends up a blowout and no one on Portland does anything, you're really not hurting yourself much. You're just getting a little bit of exposure to the Portland, uh, to the Portland side. Awesome, man. Anybody else that uh, final minute or so here, as we wind down on the jock market strategy show, Jeff, is there anybody else from an individual standpoint, again, yeah. maybe somebody's out that you want to target? I mean, look, there's, there's like three of the games we had talked about. Unfortunately, this is a game. This is a night where we definitely could add an hour show, but uh, I think that New York Charlotte game, very interesting. Yeah. If Julius Randall's out and I think he's going to be out miles bridges, Mason Plumley, I think both get really big boosts there. I think that's uh that's the side I'd rather be on there with Charlotte. I don't hate coming back with Alec Burks again. He's played well. His minutes are really uh, in tune. And obviously, it's a great matchup against Charlotte, who doesn't defend anything well, especially from three. Yep. Um, I don't hate Clint Capella on the Detroit side either tonight. I think that's a very safe play. Um, a lot of people might be looking up to pay up for Cade Cunningham, but I think his, his IPO price probably a little bit too high for me right now. He hasn't really proven to have that 60-point upside with his IPO prices getting up. So I prefer someone a little bit safer, maybe Capella coming off a, a couple bad games. I think you'll be able to get a cheap piece of him tonight too. Awesome, brother. I uh, appreciate everything here. Uh, anything else? Any other words of wisdom you want to leave us with as far as uh, goal scorer tonight? Uh, do you have anything? That, oh, uh, dude. Now, that's one thing. I haven't even looked at the NHL slate. So I can't even go there. I've been doing golf. I've been paying attention to this match play. Uh, my guys are off to a pretty good start. Russell who are your guys? Like a three-hole lead. So uh, a three a three up, right? Or two up through ten. So you have Kisner uh, on anything? I, I didn't take Kisner. Okay. My, my main dudes right th- right now are uh, Henley and uh, Homo that I'm watching. So Okay. Well, look, we wish you the best as always. All right. <laughs> Cash some tickets out there. Thanks again to everybody hanging with us. Thanks to Mike Awesome Yo for producing. All right, my friend. We'll be back next week, and we'll keep pounding away here and just keep making people money on Jock Market. Use our promo code AWESEMO. A-W-E-S-E-M-O. We'll match your first deposit up to $100. All right, Jeff. We'll see everybody next week. See you guys.